Hi guys, welcome back to Fashioned by Faith. I'm your host, Lisa Goddard, and today is a bonus solo episode. (laughs) I'll be back with my co-host, Rachel, this Friday afternoon, but for now, I wanted to pop on here and kind of share with you my observations about New York Fashion Week, which is happening right now, and um, I want to talk about what's trending in fashion for this fall 2019 and also what's trending right now in the church pews of our Catholic faith. Now, I want to preface this episode by saying that I know our Catholic faith is ever ancient, ever new. So the trends I'm about to share are merely things I see people getting excited about. So I'm not implying that the Catholic Church or its members are being flighty or impulsive with their intentions. Rather, it's a renewed sense of fervor that I'm observing, and I want to share those observations with you. (laughs) And we'll call them trends just because this is how my mind thinks, and it's kind of fun, right? (laughs) To make things interesting, I'm going to oscillate back and forth, sharing what I saw on the runways of New York Fashion Week, and then sharing what I've observed from the pew, if you will. (laughs) And don't worry, gentlemen, these trends are not just for women. I'm going to talk about men too. Okay, so first let's talk about what I loved from New York Fashion Week so far. Remember, some of these fashions are like artistic avant-garde, And often the feel is very haute couture, which means they are meant to be inspirational and not necessarily be what the everyday person wears. So keep that in mind. Um, Still, what we see on the runways of New York Fashion Week always influences the designers of even the brands we see at our local mall. So it's kind of fun to take note of what will be trickling down to us this fall. Perhaps I'm most excited about the cape trend, which is something I've been kind of watching for a few years now, and I'm really excited to see it broadening. I might even try one this fall. We'll see. (laughs) A cape is usually a thick wool coat that drapes over the shoulders, and it might clip at the sternum with like a, a pretty nice piece of hardware. And it has two holes for each of your arms to poke through. So it's a very classy, academic kind of look. And I'm particularly excited about the possibilities it gives me for wearing a handbag underneath the cape during the winter, which is a great way to protect the leather from extreme temperatures. So that could be really good for me. (laughs) In the Catholic realm, Um, The Latin Mass is totally the new again darling of the liturgy. So many of my friends are just flocking to the Latin Mass, and my husband and I have really been enjoying it. So if you've never experienced a Latin Mass before, it's very solemn and very reverent and beautiful, and I highly recommend Um, Just just the language, the words, the meaning behind the Latin that is spoken is very, very beautiful. So we can talk more about this in a future podcast if you're interested in learning more. But that's one of the trends I'm totally seeing in the Catholic faith right now. 
Back to fashion, corduroy is cropping up everywhere this fall, both in men's and women's fashions, and it's being shaped into the leather of handbags even, which I can't believe. (laughs) I can't say that I'm particularly excited about this trend, but, you know, I might I might try to incorporate corduroy into my fall wardrobe in a subtle way, like maybe with a, a pair of earrings or something. So we'll see. Divine Mercy is all the rage this fall, <laughs> and the excitement has been building steadily since the year 2000 when St. Faustina was canonized and Pope St. John Paul II officially designated the Sunday after Easter to be Divine Mercy Sunday. So if you haven't looked into the concept of Divine Mercy yet, you really need to. It's truly amazing and it just shows us how incredibly loving and merciful our God is. There's a wonderful book called 33 Days to Merciful Love by Father Michael Gaitley, which is a preparation for consecration to God as divine mercy and it's wonderful in fact i think we could have fun doing a whole podcast on divine mercy sometime so let me know if that's something you'd like to hear (laughs) back to fashion trends necklines in women's fashion will be so interesting i think this fall Um, you've probably seen some renaissance fair-esque necklines happening this past summer um, where they were kind of like squared off And now you're also going to see some fun, slashed, kind of asymmetrical necklines this fall. So um, we've seen bits and pieces of this, I think, in athletic wear over the last few months. But I think the momentum is building, and I can't wait to try this fashion trend myself. I think we'll be seeing a lot of men wear light wash denim and vintage watches this autumn season. In fact, my husband just bought the most basic Timex watch the other day, and I think it looks great on him. It's got a military vibe, and I truly think it's something that I could have seen my grandfather wearing, you know, back in the 1970s. Well, if I was alive back then, I mean, I kind of was, just for one year of it. (laughs) Another thing that's really popular right now fertility apps for Catholic couples. I'm kind of old school and I prefer paper and pen, but so many of my friends and their husbands are doing natural family planning using an app to track their days of fertility and infertility. So if you're using a fertility app on your phone, I'd love to hear from you guys what it is and how you like it. Um, So please tell me in our Facebook group. You can find us uh, if you just do a search for Fashioned by Faith. My favorite men's fashion trend right now, get ready, is mid-rise socks. <laughs> Truly, no so no show, it's hard to say. No show socks. <laughs> For men, they are out of style. I can't believe it. But all over the place, I am seeing young men wearing mid-rise athletic socks. I'm telling you, it's a thing. In fact, Pinterest reports that searches for quarter socks are up by 266%. (laughs) 
So if you're a man, toss your no-show socks and replace them with medium-height ones. It's a classic look, I think, that uh, men in their 70s, 80s, and 90s have been waiting decades for you to truly appreciate. (laughs) Another trend that's popping in Catholicism right now is spouses sitting next to each other in mass and receiving communion together. I mean, for years, I've seen husbands and wives being bookends of their family in the pew with their, you know, children kind of nestled safely in between. And I used to think there was great wisdom in that because, well, it could prevent a tiny one from falling off the edge of the pew, really. But but since then, there's been some theories among Catholic scholars, okay, maybe just talk among Catholic bloggers, <laughs> that points toward the benefit of spouses sitting next to each other during Mass and the children seeing them next to one another as a unified unit, if you will. I think it's a great idea, so Michael and I have been trying it, but most of the time, somehow, we're always getting separated by our children and we're not together, so we're working on that. (laughs) What we have enjoyed doing pretty consistently is receiving communion together. So that's been kind of fun. We've totally copied this trend from another couple in our parish. Thank you, Sean and Carly. (laughs) But I love it. Um, We actually had to talk about a strategy at length before we put it into practice. If we want to receive communion together, things we were thinking of was like, well, who goes first? And where do we each stand? And, you know, whatever. So we finally figured out a method that works for us. And I love being so close to watch my husband receive Jesus each Sunday. It, you know, it feels intimate somehow. So anyway, give it a try if you can. (laughs) Speaking of receiving Jesus, um, have you tried receiving him on the tongue only instead of your hand? It's truly the difference between feeding yourself and being fed. And ever since my friend Mary told me about that difference of perspective, that kind of that reverence of posture, um, I've been receiving on the tongue and I totally, totally prefer it. It's very kind of humbling, if you will. So back to fashion, uh, mismatched prints and especially quilt-like patchwork is cropping up in, in women's fashions. That really surprised me to see that on the runways. And I will probably personally let this trend pass me by, but you should know about it and you should try it if you want to, because, you know, trends are fun to try. <laughs> Homeschooling seems to be a big trend in Catholic mommy circles right now. I can't say that I feel called to that because I was a classroom teacher for 11 years, and I loved what that setting provided, but I respect the decision of many of my friends who are making that happen every day. This fall, we're going to see a lot of itty-bitty structured handbags for women, and this might thankfully mark the end of this past summer's phenomenon called boob bags, which were basically fanny packs worn over the chest. (laughs) I'm okay with those going away. (laughs) 
According to my rudimentary research, this fall, men will be carrying sling bags, wearing uh, plaid pants, and sporting cropped corduroy trousers and neck scarves. All this sounds absolutely horrible to me, I must admit, so I now question my sources. Sorry, guys. (laughs) In other news, Christian music is incredible these days, you guys. I don't know if you've noticed, but every genre of Christian music seems to be filled right now with pretty legit artists. So I would recommend that you tune your car stereo to a Christian channel on your morning commute because I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. I'm doing it all the time now. I feel completely different. When I listen to secular music, I feel like I'm, I mean, it's okay, kind of keeps me happy, but it just... It doesn't bring about the wonderful feelings that I get when I'm tuned into a Christian channel. It's just majorly influencing not only my emotions of that moment, but my outlook of the day. So, and actually Michael and I are going to a pretty big Christian concert coming up this fall. I'm so excited. So yeah, that is popping. So check that out. Uh, If you don't know, Etsy is the place to go to score those amazing Catholic baby toys, books, and rosary teethers that you're seeing in the pew ahead of you at Mass. (laughs) It's been my go-to place for thoughtful baby shower gifts, and I think my strategy is catching on. The cat is out of the bag, you guys, so go to Etsy if you need any gifts for your little ones. Last but not least, I want to know, have you been consecrated to Mary yet? Uh, That is a huge trend that is happening right now. So many of my very devout Catholic friends have actually really, really hesitated on this because they want to retain Jesus as their first priority in life, and rightly so. But as you learn more about Marian consecration, um, you'll discover that it's actually a consecration to Jesus through Mary. And we're asking Mary to guide us every day to her son as she was the person who followed him best. And so my friends who even had those big reservations ended up coming around and and really being amazed and making their consecration. So I would encourage everyone to go onto Amazon and search for 33 Days to Morning Glory. It's another great preparation book by Father Michael Gately. And just, you know, put it in your cart, think about it, purchase it, and really, really check it out. You're not going to be disappointed. It's really quite eye-opening and very cool and life-changing. I did my consecration back in 2009, um, but it's just, it's building, it's building, it's building. So many more people are hearing about it and doing it. And then a fun concluding part of the consecration is the suggested option to perhaps put something on your person to remind yourself of your consecration. And many of my friends have been wearing a metal chain on their wrist. And the funny thing is, all of them look very similar and we've all gotten them from the Home Depot and we didn't even try that. (laughs) But that chain is to kind of remind us that You know, we give ourselves over lovingly to be slaves to the will of God. 
And, you know, if you don't want something on your person, you can always, you know, erect something in your home, you know, put a beautiful image of Our Lady on the wall or of Our Lord or whatever to just kind of remind you of, you know, who you're consecrated to. You're consecrated to Jesus. And um, anyway, just something to consider, something to look into if you haven't heard about that beautiful trend. That's it for today's report of current trends in fashion and faith. Tell everybody you heard it here first. (laughs) And please share with me your observation of trends you're seeing in faith and fashion by joining the discussion in our Facebook group called Fashioned by Faith. Please be sure to rate us on your chosen podcast platform. Follow us on Instagram, Fashioned by Faith Podcast. And I'll see you again on Friday for our regularly scheduled weekly episode with Rachel. Bye, guys.